What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Sage coming to you live. First time in a long time. This is September 4th, 2020. Accountability. That's the topic. It's been an exact year since I started podcasting. They haven't been as consistent as I would like them to be. But that's because my dumb ass decided to go and hop into a relationship after being solo for three years just to figure out why I need to go back to podcasting. <laughs> so today's topic, we're going to talk about how I am perceived as verbal abusive to some. And really, I want to take accountability on that. I could easily blame my upbringing and I could blame on a lot of things. Military background, you know, I'm very blunt with my words, being a Sag, being a Gemini, I'm a great communicator. But some will blame it on the drinks, the alcohol, you know, things like that. It's not the case though. So, What we're really going to talk about, you trying to get in? How you doing? I'm pretty good. You trying to get in? Sir? You trying to get in? No. Mm. I'm just doing my scans, oh. doing my checks. Uh-huh. So, I don't know what the fuck he's, what the fuck he's scanning for. Ah. Anyway. Today, Pisces moon is in Virgo season. I just happen to be dealing with Pisces. When it got on my last nerve, she just happens to be pregnant. So, now, I'm gonna make this strictly about me. What I wanna talk about is my verbal ways of expression on how my voice raises when I get upset. I've been try- thinking about it all day, trying to figure out why do I do it. And I've come to a conclusion, especially as a black male, because most of us, when our voices is raised, we are automatically deemed as verbally abusive unless we fit the part. You feel me? To where it's not seen as verbal abuse. I've noticed that it just depends on the type of male or who the male is. Most of the people that deem certain men verbally abusive for raising their voice on certain things and talking stern, especially soft-spoken people like me, um, they don't have respect for the people. The people that are saying it, they don't have respect for that person. And I realize this because I realize the reason why I raise my voice is because I didn't lost respect for you. <laughs> Honestly. That's just the reality and that's just the truth. The honest God's given truth. I've lost respect for you once I have to raise my voice 
not because of you as a whole person, but because of the fact that um, you're making me not you're not making me do anything. You're allowing me to get this upset knowing my character. That's the that's the problem. It's an insult to to my own livelihood because you know better. And even with how you know better, you're choosing to allow me to get so upset to where I have to come out of my character in order to defend myself. Because I care about you that much. So it's either one or two things. You either don't care about yourself enough or me or both. You tell me? And so now that I'm starting to look at that and holding myself accountable and why I do it, I have learned to stop arguing with people I've lost respect for. You know? Because I would give my respect out freely. You feel me? Like, literally, I would give it out freely. And now, it's not even like that. It's not that good. So, I'm going to stop it right here. We'll come right back. All right, we're back. No. The main thing that I was saying, though, is that I'm starting to realize the certain people that I allow to take me out of my character or cause me to raise my voice when I'm speaking to them in a certain manner is because they don't respect the fact that I'm a soft-spoken person. If they love me, they wouldn't allow me to do that. They wouldn't make me want to be like that. It wouldn't cause certain issues knowing my character full advance. If I know my brother's a hothead or my sister's a hothead, are very sensitive, I'm not going to put them in compromising situations where they have to display that. Understand? It's, it's out of respect. And so, if you're putting them in those situations, that must mean you don't respect them. At least that's what I believe. Just an observation of my own issues. You know, I'm not perfect. I never claim to be. So, when I sit back and I listen to a lot of people talk about what they're perceiving on their perspective on how they feel about me and how my behaviors are. Not saying they're wrong. What I'm saying is, if you don't know me from nothing and you're automatically assuming these things, it's because you already have a problem with me to begin with and that's what you want to see. I already understand full-heartedly, wholeheartedly, that um, you cannot dictate how a person is supposed to be based off of your own past experiences you can't astrology allows you to believe that but it's not true 
You feel me? And a lot of people, because of their past pains, automatically push. Let's go with women first off. Because that's the, that's the biggest one. It's a lot of women out there that believe men are just mean and hateful due to the way that the world has been run. But not every man has done these things. Yet, unlike anybody else, or everybody else, we are trained to put up with the shit. I'm tired of putting up with the shit. No. When do men get to say no? You know? And that's the one thing that I'm not seeing. There you go. Thank you, Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that I'm not seeing with um men. Is that they're not saying no, I'm not putting up with this shit. And when they do, they're attacked for it. You know there's women out there that actually believe you're supposed to allow a woman to disrespect you? And me, the way I was raised, man or not, my mom taught me this. A woman wouldn't put herself in a position to disrespect a man if she's a woman. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of these younger women who feel that they are more in tune with themselves because of the hijinks of spirituality and things like that, sexuality and all these other things, they were sheltered most of their lives. And now they're out in the real world and they feel because their parents spoiled them that the world is supposed to spoil them. That is not how the world works. It's not. And you cannot dictate or tell somebody who's literally fought in war or gone overseas and experienced other things that you've never experienced in your life. And then has to come back and fight his own war in his own fucking nation. Against the very people that he lives with and he was fought, fighting to protect. You know? When you look at it in that way, in that sense, it makes no sense to me as how these women, specifically, these younger women, are entitled or feel they, they're entitled to the perks of life when they haven't even done the work or due diligence to earn it. And then let's talk about the men. You got men that'll follow up behind these pick-me bitches and these women and co-sign for fuckery they know they would never let their daughter do. And you know the women wouldn't put up with it because the women wouldn't let their sons do it. So, again, back to my hollering being a problem for a lot of people or me being overly aggressive because I'm being stern when I'm naturally a soft-spoken person, it bothers me that I cannot be expressive or I'm told how to express myself. If I was to tell people that they cry too fucking much and they sound like fucking five-year-olds, I'm being abusive. But as soon as I raise my voice and not this, this, um, If I don't disrespect you and I'm talking to you with just a, a, a louder tone, apparently I'm more disrespectful than you cussing me out in a softer voice. I don't see how that is possible. I didn't insult you. 
I'm, my voice is just loud because I'm upset. I'm passionate. And yet, somehow I'm being portrayed as abusive now because I won't let you manipulate me. And you're not abusive because you're more soft-toned. But yet you're cussing me out and calling me all kinds of bitch niggas this and that third and the third. Provoking me and pushing me to come out of character. That's how the game goes. That's how it is. First, you're saying everybody should be free to express themselves. Then you're trying to tell them how to express themselves. No, not like that. I thought the government was the only people that were trying to fucking keep us down. Why is it our partners trying to keep us down? Our friends, our family members. Like, what the fuck is going on here? If you're not mad, you should be. I don't think y'all understand that shit. You're too wrapped up in your selfish lives to understand what the fuck is really going on here. Especially when it comes to black men. And we got to sit up here and deal with it. We're blamed for the hate towards women. We ain't have shit to do with that. Yet we're also blamed for the neglect towards women. Which we ain't have shit to do with it if we neglected them. We weren't there. And then of course it's protect black women. And every time we get a step up. A fuck nigga comes around and does some dumb shit. Puts himself in a situation that makes these bitches go right back to saying, yeah, I knew he wasn't shit. We cannot win. So I stopped trying to win. And I started going within. I started dealing with my own shit. You know? I look at my daughter every day. And I see where I fail her every day. It's not with my temper. Some of my lack of other things, materials, the know-how, the family support. You feel me? That's where it's at. You know, all these cliches. I'm not... But yet you want to be upset with someone when they're and telling you break it if you choose to. It's so that you want to because they're too stubborn and too prideful. Their ego is not balanced. And then they got the nerve to feel that they have the authority when they haven't even left the world yet. They ain't been outside their own country to try and tell you how the world is. And how this is not normal and this is not... Nigga, you don't know. All you know is what you've been taught. And you don't even know what... Look at it. You look at it with romanticized eyes. Because you don't have a kid yet. Or, even if you do have children, you refuse to break the generational curses that caused you to become the same way as your parents. crazy.
So how am I holding myself accountable with this? Well, today has been a crazy day. Uh, tomorrow, probably be even worse. September 4th. Government is up to their shenanigans again. And I've had it with being taken for granted. I've had it with being taken advantage of. I've had it with people trying to paint me as this person without adding the full story of what we're all dealing with on a traumatic basis. There's no excuse. There's no justification. the fact that you've never seen his flaws even though he tells you his flaws every day you know whenever you get to know someone forever you're going to see some bad shit you're not just going to see perfect because nobody's perfect but it's if you choose to regret fucking with that person because of the bad shit you notice that just tells me personally my opinion that you don't even forgive yourself for the things that you do that you didn't know you weren't supposed to be doing. Because not everybody knows everything. You're going to make mistakes. That's what life is about. But when you completely and repeatedly keep making the same mistakes, like I said, it starts to make you wonder, doesn't it? If the mistakes are actually mistakes or if that's just who you are. I don't have a hell to, or a heaven to put anybody. But I don't hold on to hate. I don't hold on to disrespect. I don't hold on to lower vibing energies and tendencies to get me out of my character. Because I've lost so much when I was younger doing that. And a lot of people have not been through things. And you can tell. They have never really been through shit. They're not humble. They're mad at God because they went through the small little trials they went to, not trying to figure out the accountability part where they had a say in it. The only reason why a lot of people go through a lot of these things is because they put themselves in these positions. I'm not talking war, and I'm not talking genocide or orphans and the kids that get murdered through racism and police brutality and things like that. I'm not talking about that. What's up? You both need a hug. It's my fault this happened. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I said something about Booba. No, nigga. Don't ever blame yourself for her bullshit. No. Stop that. Remember I told you about that with your mom? You don't do that. No. You're 11. 11. Don't ever put that in your head. No. She is 23 years old. She got a mind of her own. She know better. Don't start that. Nope. Not in this house. No, ma'am. <laughs> Taught you better than that. Go to bed. I'm finishing my podcast, all right? Okay. You're good. Why no. You're fine. It is never your fault. Not that. So, sorry, y'all. That was my daughter. I had a little moment thing that I'm trying to get to is how we treat each other is more so dependent on how we treat ourselves when we fuck up. How you treat yourself when you fuck up 
says a lot on how you treat the world when you see things you don't like. Do you see them with kindness and grace and be like, damn, maybe they just didn't know, ignorant? Do you give them the benefit of the doubt? Or do you automatically believe that they're hateful and spiteful and they're trying to do something against you? Because you can tell. It's very easy to tell. They always tell on themselves. It's very simple. Especially when you don't know them from shit. It's because you know, you know what I want you to post. You know what I want you to know when I post. You feel me? Social media is the biggest disease on this shit. People look at people's Instagrams and how they interact in lives and believe they know the person. No, you don't. You know a part of me in that time period. And you don't know what the fuck was going on in my head at the time and what I was doing and why I felt that way. But you want to base your whole entire perception of me based off of that. That is because you're programmed thinking that you're supposed to worry about the perception. What did they used to say in the military? Perception is everything. No, it is not. Perception is the illusion because it is not based off fact. It is based off opinion. You can look at the sky and see six stars. Somebody else is looking in the same spot you're looking at and they see seven. Who's right and who's wrong? I miss podcasting. And I've been wasting my jewels on someone who takes it for granted. And that's my fault. It's nobody else's fault but mine. It's nobody else's fault but mine. I can't be mad at nobody else but me. I'm in a totally different area in my life where I am actually reaping the harvest of everything that I've been working for for the last 10 years. And it's coming to me slowly and surely, but it's so humbling how it's coming that it doesn't feel like rewards. You know, because they're reminding me of everything I gave up to get just this small piece of what I'm receiving right now when there's a bigger picture ahead. pastor of mine told me a couple years back that I hadn't gone through enough. She didn't even know me to be qualified to be who I was. Because intellectually, I was smarter than her. My mom was not stupid. She raised very intelligent children. But because we don't look like intelligence we don't move like intelligence we allow people to think that we're stupid and that's one of the things that I allow my daughter to see about me and I talk to her because in my family vulnerability was very rare Very rare. At least through my eyes. We weren't called weak if we were vulnerable. But we were told we were showing off, acting out all the time. When we were just being ourselves. 
But because being ourselves was so against the normal perception of society's views on what children should be doing, star seeds, because you're a different type of energy, because you're changing the dynamics, literally just breathing, you're changing the dynamics. What did I tell you in the beginning? Not on this podcast, but in the very beginning, for those that have been listening. Humans fear the unknown. People, us, we, society, black, white, Asian, whatever. You fear the unknown. And the first thing you do is grab onto anything that you can control. Because we have not practiced letting go in a healthy aspect. I used to be a runner. I run from all my problems. So one day I couldn't run anymore and I had to face them head on. And the moment I faced it head on, it was easy as fuck. And I beat myself up daily because of how easy it was in my procrastination. My mom is about 50 years older than me. She always said, You'll get it when you're supposed to. Don't rush the process. You cannot expect all the good stuff by jumping ahead. You have to go through the struggle. You have to. If you don't go through the struggle, when you get it, you will lose it and take it for granted. People rather count arguments and disagreements before they count the blessings and the blessings of why they're having these disagreements. Getting to know people, new people, especially when you have PTSD, especially when you've been through traumatizing experiences, which we all have, all of us, not one person can say they haven't, not one. I don't care how small or how big it is. But the lack of empathy you give to your neighbor, your partner, your spouse is the examples that are being played out externally in the world where there's injustice. And right now I'm pissed. I am pissed the fuck off, especially with the divine feminine. But more importantly so with myself and the divine masculine for how much we have allowed. You know, we didn't feel like it was our responsibility to stand up because we weren't the ones in charge. Yet the whole time we were the ones in charge. And so now when everybody knows that, the first thing that we're going to do is react rather than respond. We're acting on reaction versus response which is what causes a lot of disagreements and miscommunication. If you're moving in a way that seems flawed, wouldn't you want somebody that loves you tell you that? At the same time, does not give them the right to disrespect your character 
And this is for me too, because I've done it. I've done it recently. Honesty is the best policy. I've done it. Some of you know if you follow my Instagram. But I've also apologized for it. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make the hurt any less. At all. A lot of us aren't dealing with karma. We're dealing with self and the ways that we lack empathy towards ourselves. You know, you could tell when somebody's upset with you when they lash out. If the lashing out has no reasoning behind it other than just self-involved emotions and selfishness, not going to see the bigger picture. Most people don't want to see the bigger picture because it makes them hold themselves accountable. And a lot of people don't want, they don't like that word. But I told you in the very beginning, there is wealth in accountability. Break the word down. Basic grammar. Accountability. Etymology right there. There is wealth in holding yourself accountable. And that is the topic of this podcast. And the reason why it's like that is because not everybody has a healthy perspective of what accountability should look like. We all have an idea based off of that same perception of society of what accountability should look like. But is that true to you? I say all this because I'm done doing things that insult my soul. I'm over it. I'm over it. That's why I say I'm pissed. Yes, I'm pissed at the divine feminine, but more so importantly, I'm pissed at the divine masculine and myself for the things that I have allowed in my life. So I'm kind of glad that I haven't really done any podcasts because they weren't real i've been trying to work on my daughter's podcast there's so many things that i want to get done i just don't feel like i have the time and that's procrastination there's a reason why i feel like i don't have the time it's probably because i'm not being productive enough in my own journey this is why we have these little sessions it's just something to think about y'all Till next time. I love you. We can do this. But we got to get transparent with ourselves first. Before we can change the world. And once you do that, you might start to see there's nothing to change in the world. Until we change ourselves. As you change your internal world, your external world around you changes. Be slow to speak, slow to anger. It's real wisdom in those words. Great serious Anubis Rising.
Go in peace. If you have another day to live and you're able to breathe, that's another day to start over and do better than you did the day before. Nobody else has told you, I'm going to tell you. I believe in you. I believe in your inner self. I believe in your child self that was damaged. You can heal. You are great. All of you are superheroes. I don't care what you've been through. Believe in yourself. Even the bad parts. Because it's very possible. You're only one decision away from making a big mistake or watching a big miracle right before your eyes. Stay centered. Be water. Way, woo, way. Doing, not doing. I love you.